Yes. You want people who not only look like they mean what they're doing, but they actually do mean what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They're thinking about the lyrics. They're responding to the lyrics. Mm-hmm. That That's evident in their countenance. It's evident in their bodies. And it's, it's just not a matter of age. Welcome to Soundless Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music, where we explore what the Bible has to say about music and worship in the church and encourage those who plan, lead, and participate in their Sunday gatherings each week. Welcome to the Soundless Doctrine podcast. My name is David Zimmer. My name is Bob Coughlin. And we are so glad that you have joined us. We are so glad you've I'm joined us. I'm always amazed when I meet people who I wouldn't expect. And they tell me, hey, I listen to your podcast. I know. I think people's lives must be so dull. <laughs> they must like have nothing to do. Really? You have nothing else to listen to? <laughs> but I'm glad. We're glad that you listen to it. We are. We really are. Yeah. And we're so glad when you submit questions to us. Yes. Uh, we've talked about that on uh, this podcast. Great. We are getting great questions and we have a great one today. Yes. It's actually a number of people have asked this question. And if you want to ask a question... Email soundplusdoctrine at sovereigngrace.com. Plus is spelled out, Mm P-O-U-S. So the questions have to do with, and this is a little sensitive and personal, Mm. how old is too old for the worship team? Wow. (laughs) David, I'm thinking you probably sent in these questions. I did secretly. All right, here's one. How can a part-time musical leader, as I was, help other musical leaders know when it's time to draw their song leading session season to a close? especially when the one who needs to wind down is the key leader. So this was a person mm-hmm. who was a, was a singer, was a vocalist, and told its pastor, hey, I'm, I'm going to step aside so younger people can, can do this, thinking, hey, I'm going to set an example. And then he talked to the, the main leader, and uh, that didn't go so well. So mm-hmm. he's trying to ask, how, do you, how can you make a you case navigate for that? This, yeah. Yes, okay. But um, this is another question that came along those lines. This was... This was someone who was leading in their church for a season, kind of interim, and then um, it was made more permanent, and then the pastor was saying that he would like more of the people he used to serve involved, and a lot of those were in their 60s and over. And he says, many of the voices sound tired, and the musicians have little grasp on some of the more modern styles and tones. Now, he actually sent this email to me directly, not to Sample Stockman, so that's important because he's going to say something. Recently, the lead pastor has asked me to try and involve those volunteers. I'm afraid if the tone and stamina of the music is tired or older sounding, it may turn away some younger families that are visiting. So it's an older congregation, and they would like to at least have some older, younger families come back. Mm. I'm trying to find a balance. The funny thing is, <laughs> this is, I laughed out loud when I read this. The funny thing is, I feel like even though you may be in that age bracket, <laughs> you play and have a much younger tone to your leading. And I said, praise the Lord. <laughs> I am 67 and I have a young tone to my leading. And that's what I aim for, just to be hip and young. Young, yeah, and have for a sure. young tone. So I'm trying to figure out how to gently pull in at least middle-aged leaders, I guess that's like the 50s, 40s and 50s, with myself to help lead this body of primarily older folks. Um, so he says mm-hmm. the pastor doesn't want people to be shelved because of their age, which I understand. Yeah. However, I don't know if this is a hill to die on. Um, it, it isn't where I involve folks that might be a distraction to younger families. So, so we thought... How old is too old for the worship team? I love Dude, that. I really feel like you should be answering this because I feel like it's like it's self 
protecting. You know, if I say, well, I mean, there is no age limit. There is I mean, no age limit. But Just rather bring that roll that oxygen tank onto the stage, Bob. <laughs> if I can make it up to the stage. Um, what what I think we should do, as we always do, and we should we should always do, is just start with what God has God said. Yes, always. Um, so I, the first person I thought of was Caleb, uh, in Joshua, mm. when he says, "This is in Joshua 14." Um, he says, "14 verse 7." I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to spy out the land, and I brought him word again as it was in my heart. So then just a few verses later, verse 10, he says, and now, so he's been offered a portion of the promised land that he's going to have to like take. Mm -hmm. So he says, now behold, the Lord has kept me alive. That's a good thing. That's a start. That's the first part. Just as he said, these 45 years since the time that the Lord spoke his word to Moses while Israel walked in the wilderness. And now behold, I am this day 85 years old. I am still as strong today as I was <laughs> in the day that Moses sent me. My strength now is my is as my strength was then for war and for going and coming. So first thing is age doesn't necessarily mean decline in strength, decline in discernment, dis- decline in relevance. Doesn't mm-hmm. have to be that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think we should we should state that loud and clear because our culture idolizes youth. Yep. And and yep. one of the one of the emails, uh, the, the guy who sent it was saying, I, I understand there's a problem with that. You know, we, we can we can idolize the younger generation. Everything's gotta mm-hmm. be relevant and cool. You gotta have your hat on a certain way, you gotta have a certain attire, you gotta <laughs> wear a certain brand of jeans, you got that. <laughs> that that may work for a while, mm. but we all get old. Mm-hmm. And, and so then for many, the question has become, oh, wow, I'm in my late 30s. Mm-hmm. Should I keep leading? Mm-hmm. Where did we get there? Yeah. How did we get there? Because yeah. so, in the Bible, age is esteemed. Mm. It's valued. It's yep. not... It's not something to be ashamed of. Proverbs 16:31. Yep. Gray hair is a crown of glory. It is gained in a righteous life. That's what I say to Julie whenever she's correcting me about something. I say, "Hey babe, gray hair is a crown of glory. It's gained in a righteous life." Now, there are benefits to being young and being old. And mm-hmm. and ideally they work together. Proverbs 20:29. 20, the glory of young men is their strength, but the splendor of old men is their gray hair. Hmm. There's something to be said for the wisdom and discernment and experience, hopefully, that come from being on this earth a few years, being with the Lord for decades. Mm -hmm. The first psalm that I intentionally memorized was Psalm 71, and I memorized it for this, the portion of the psalm that I'm going to to read to you now. It's it's a guy who's older... Reflecting back on his younger younger years, in, in verse 17, he says, Oh God, from my youth you have taught me, and I still proclaim your wondrous deeds. Hmm. So even to old age and gray hairs, oh God, so it's kind of middle age, do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to another generation, your power mm-hmm. to all those to come. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's someone who's saying... Look, I, 
I, I, I love you, Lord. I, I want to follow you. I want to make your deeds known, your wonders known. I don't want to stop doing that. You are too good. You're too glorious for me to think, well, I've kind of done that for long enough now. Yeah, or I'm too tired. I'm too tired. Yeah, I mean, I, I know that as we age, you know, there are certain physical limitations that set in. Our, our outer man is wasting away, but our inner man, our inner self is being renewed day by day. Yeah. Paul, 2 Corinthians 4. What a joy. Yeah. Our inner self is being renewed day by day. There's, there's an increased love for the Lord. There's an increased desire to see Him. There's an increased desire to, to make His deeds known to, to those around us. So, so when he writes about, you know, they seem tired, I don't know if that's an age problem. Hmm. I, I think that's a sight problem. I think that's a spiritual sight problem. Like maybe, well, maybe we aren't growing in our affections for the Lord. I, I, I don't know. So well, I think there, I mean, do you have any thoughts on that? Well, yeah. Just initially, because I, mean, I, I want to get into some factors to consider. But Yes. No, I, some of the thoughts I just had were uh, as you were talking and, and, and wisdom being the crown uh, of older you know, saints. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, not every old person is wise. Yeah. You need to be seeking the Lord along the way, applying His Word. You know? Right. But the men and women that are, I, I want them to have a voice yes. in the context of a, a worship team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, whether that's whether they are not on the team and they're giving input into the team or whether they are on the team. Mm. I just, as you're speaking and as we've worked together, I just think... That's perspective. Yes. That's godly yes. perspective, someone that's lived with the Lord for a very long time. And I don't want a team of just 17-year-olds. So yeah, you're from a younger <laughs> man's perspective, yes. and you're 35. Yeah. Younger. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's all relative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, that, I mean, I, that's what I want. Um, yes. And, you know, and it's the same thing with a pastor. Like, I love that... I'm seeking wisdom and discernment from a pastor that's older than me. Mm, mm, he can mm, speak into mm, my life. He can yeah, speak into yeah. what how I'm supposed to be used mm. by the Lord. So I'm I'm amening across the table. Here's what we don't want: we don't want to tell twenty year olds, "You know how to worship better than anybody in the church." Oh, for sure. Well, defining no. worship as as the musical yeah. element, yeah. which we don't. But I know just that's... because you're good at your instrument, or just because you sound good when you sing, or you look good when you sing, and you those are sound no like what's on the radio yes. or whatever. Those are no qualifications. I had someone <laughs> talked to someone just recently. They said, uh, you know, in our in our youth band, our college band, youth band, you know, they're doing songs that we wouldn't do on a Sunday morning. You know, but but they're more lively. They're more. And I said, you should not do that. Yeah, why? You're you're training. Well, he's thinking. And I think he was asking the question because he wasn't sure about it. Said so you're training them that like this is better. This is like worship served up the way we like it. Mm-hmm. That's not what this is about. This mm-hmm. is about enabling the word of Christ to dwell in people richly, directing people to the truth of what we're singing, not the 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 musical bed that it's laid to. Um, and so you're teaching them that oh yeah, we can do our thing. Then we got to go into the older people's thing, and then you know that's a, right. No, no, no. I, I want to teach younger people that 
look, it doesn't matter what the music is like, we want to sing words that matter. Mm-hmm. We want to sing words that are theologically informed, Christ-exalting, musically accessible, generationally, you know, appealing to multiple generations, yes. not just this small you know, segment of age. Well, uh, you're telling, uh, not to cut you off, but you're no, also... you can cut me off anytime. You're telling those kids, well, you don't understand this. Well, it needs to right. be energetic. It needs that's to be right. what you like, and yeah. and that you only short get off sells. on energy, right? And and yeah, up up tempo music, right? And it's short. It's unfortunate because it short sells what the kids can actually understand and what God wants to do in their lives. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, kids need these lyrics to guide them yes. at the most vulnerable yes. time, you yes. know, in their yes. lives. Yeah. So don't do that. Yeah, feed them the word yes. through these songs. <laughs> yes, it's all of a piece, and it's all of a piece. And it doesn't, it doesn't mean. I mean, there are there are contemporary songs that have horrible words, or, or vague words, or just kind of average words. Mm-hmm. And and there are, you know, hymns that have horrible words or bad yeah. words or vague words. Right. You know, there's neither. No musical style has a corner in the market when it comes to being always true, always right. biblically faithful or not. Right, right, right. So that can't be the standard. So so, so let, let's walk through some factors to consider. So for this guy who's, who's writing, um, you know, how, how do I think about this? How, how, how long can someone serve on the team? Because mm-hmm. I've been asked this question by a 40-year-old. You know, I, I feel like I'm just out of my element now. And I'm just thinking, that's a culture you, do- you developed. Yeah, I mean, I didn't say it like that. I said, I, I, I just, I said, um, you know, maybe there's something wrong about the way you're thinking about musical leadership in the church. Mm. Like maybe we're taking more of our cues from pop music, yep. than we are from the Bible. Yeah, that is so dangerous. Yes, right. And and the the short term effect may seem to be good, but the long term effect fights against the gospel. Mm-hmm the multi-generational effect of the gospel. Yes. So, so, uh, so here's some factors to consider. Yeah. Uh, should I have this old person serve my team? Humility. Hmm. You know, there's got to be humility both for younger people and older people, all across the board. We, mm-hmm. We've all got to realize there's no lifetime pass to this position, mm. you know, no lifetime membership card. Yeah, right. I've been leading music in the church since 1975. Hmm. That's a long time. <laughs> but you know what? If I'm looking forward to the day when it, I don't have to do it anymore. I mean, <laughs> I love doing it. Yeah. But I don't feel like, oh, I have to do this till I die. Yeah. Because I don't feel I have to. Do yeah. I want to? I mean, am I eager to lead on Sundays? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But it's not this thing of grasping, uh, you know, I deserve this, I have a right to do this. Um, and that's, ma- that's one of the things that's made me sensitive to my musical style. Mm. You know, I had a musical style in the 90s, 80s and 90s that I don't have now. Mm. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Um, it's funny, on one of our podcasts on YouTube, a guy left a comment. I made a comment about the 80s and 90s being a horrible time for Christian music. And he said, no, it was the best. These were the best years. I still stand by my statement. Um, so I had to realize over time, you know, that the kind of, the way I was playing, yeah. uh, the harmonies even I was used to, they they weren't 
communicating the way I thought they communicated. Mm. I think a lot of people are stuck there. A lot of churches are stuck there. Right. You know, we've done it this way for 30 years, 40 years. Yeah. And so we can keep doing it that way. It so, works. So if you have an older person who right. says, I'm not going to change, th- that that's going to be harder to work with. Yeah. Um, you know, when he says they, they don't understand the, the modern tones or, or styles, okay, yeah, they should try to do that. Yeah, well, and I think because if you if you try to adapt, if you have the humility to try to adapt, it it makes you better. It does. It does. <laughs> it's just, you know, it it, it's not that you have to simplify or dumb down everything you're doing because of the age. Uh, I, I guess the age of music I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm saying uh, when you can adapt and 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 change, it makes you a better musician. It, it makes you a better servant to it other does. people. Now, as a musician, that's it's not going to feel that way. So, like as a drummer, you'd be thinking, "Hey, I want to I want to play the coolest licks. I want to play the you know the latest things. Mm-hmm. I want to." And it's it's can be helpful to know those things. Mm-hmm. It's just not always the best thing to use them right. on a Sunday morning. Yeah, and it's exciting to talk to to you know people that are younger than me that are so into tone or sound I or music. I love to hear you say people who are younger than me. I just love the sound <laughs> of that. That's inspiring yes. to me. I yeah, mean, it should yeah. be inspiring to... Anyway, we're all trying to uh, serve our context the best we can. That's, so. And that's the, the second factor is the aim of what you're doing. Like, young or old, we have to have the same aim. Yeah. Because we are we are better, we are going to be more um, representative of the gospel if we're working together to serve the congregation, mm-hmm. which is meant to be multi-generational. Yep. So I know, here's what I know. Yep. Like, on a Sunday morning, if, if I can come up with, a, you know, a, a, a chord progression or um, maybe a, a lick, or you know, maybe a guitarist could do whatever that I like, and that a twenty-year-old likes, and that a thirty-five-year-old likes. I think okay, we're good. Yeah, you know. And if it if it's like abrasive to one of those groups, I think okay, we can do better. Yeah, you know, we don't have to make everything vanilla. You know, oatmeal. If, if, although that'd probably be exciting, vanilla oatmeal. <laughs> uh, we don't have to make everything mush. Um, it, but it can be interesting and appealing to to each of those age groups. Yeah, I think that's that's great. But it, what what it does is it keeps you from being overtly favorable towards your you know age bracket. Yes. So if I just thought, well, I'm just going to do what I like, uh, there are going to be people who are dropping off right. and saying, "That's uh, I'm really not getting that." Right. And we don't want to serve our musical preferences. We want to serve the congregation, and we can mm-hmm. model that multi-generationalism by having people of different ages on the platform, you know, in mm-hmm. front of people as, mm-hmm. as we sing. So humility, our aim, uh, and that, that kind of ties into the effect of, mm-hmm. of what we're doing, because the guy who wrote in said, uh, you know, they look tired, or they sound tired. That's that's not age. That's that's tired. That's I mean, I have young people, you know, people in their twenties who come in on Sunday mornings and they just say, "I'm so tired." And I, what I said was, "Just wait until you're in your sixties. Yeah, you, you know nothing." Um, so I don't want a young person up there who's tired. Yeah, you know, the spirit empowers us. Mm-hmm. He does. He gives us strength. Looking to Jesus gives us strength. 
Mm-hmm. Now, if we look to our problems, if we look to our you know physical ailments, yeah, we're not going to feel very strong. If, if we're not getting sleep, you know, we're going to feel tired. Um, but it doesn't matter how old you are. I would say to him, not you're you know you're sixty eight. You're you can't serve, but you know. When you come, it just doesn't look like you're very enthused about what we're singing mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. And we want to we wanna be like David in Psalm 108. My heart is steadfast, O Lord. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and make melody with all my being. Mm-hmm. Or Psalm 71 ends, it ends with, um, my lips will shout for joy when I sing praises to you. My soul also, which you have redeemed. It's like everything. I want everything in there, which is... You can do when you're 70, you can yeah. do when you're 50, when you're yeah. 30, when you're 20, mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So tiredness is not just a factor of age. I think it's a, it's a factor of how clearly do I see what Jesus Christ has done for me mm-hmm. and who he is mm-hmm. and what he's doing through his spirit. Yeah. Because those things, they're energizing. Yeah. And when we are aware of you know what God's doing on a Sunday morning, we we that gives us energy. We want to be there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I forget where I was what I was talking about. The aim, humility, aim, and the effect. The effect should be edification. Mm-hmm. So is this person, is this style helpful to edifying people? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, I think from a drummer's perspective, guitar player's perspective, electric, bass player, piano, whatever, it, what I'm doing is meant to serve people, yeah. not to distract them. Yeah. That could be a factor of age. It could be a factor of just what I'm choosing to play. Right. You know? Yeah. And I, I think um, we mentioned this, but I think when you, when people can see that, even the young families that are coming in... When they can see that multi-general, mm, you know, mm, generationalism on mm. stage, that that's encouraging to me, uh, and I think it should encourage your visitors that says, hey, we're all doing this together. Yes. You know, it's yes. not just that you're coming into the young production. Yes. Um, and it's not that you're just coming into the old production, too. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. we've talked about this on previous podcasts of splitting the splitting between the first service and the split to the second service. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. Old people come yeah. to this one because yeah, yeah. it's early and it's quiet, and the young people come, to, and just, <clears throat> just breaking that down so that, Everyone can be involved. Yes, yes. Everyone can be connected. Because it undermines the gospel. Yeah. It, the, the gospel that saves the 15-year-old is the same gospel that saves the 35-year-old, yeah, the 50-year-old, the 80-year-old. It's the right. same gospel. Yeah. And, and we aren't called to separate in our, in our separate you know, little cubicles and say, oh, it's good for me, it's good for me. Right. Jesus is too big for that. Right. And so if we can model that in some way, through the musicians, it's it's glorious. It it really brings honor to the Lord, and I'm I'm amazed that you know every Sunday I'm serving with people who are half to a third my age, <laughs> and I'm thinking, how long would they let me keep doing this? You know, <laughs> and I guess as long as I can keep leading, and you know, we're, we're but it, it's it's got to be producing fruit. It's got to be edifying. Yeah, and I am you know we are working to to raise up other leaders and other people lead on Sundays. Um, but it it's about edification. Mm-hmm. It's about what builds up the body, what strengthens the body. And I think of uh, you know some some services I've seen um, just on YouTube through live stream 
Um, and there will be people, you know, uh, teams of different ages. Mm-hmm. And what will what I will notice is not the age so much as the engagement. Mm. That's what really yeah, is inspiring. Mm-hmm. So you might have a you know someone in their fifties who's just very engaged in what they're doing, mm-hmm. and then someone who's like twenty, just kind of you're there, just kind of you know just half half there. And yeah. I'll take the fifty year old <laughs> because they look like they. They mean what they're doing, yes. and that's what you want. Yes. You want people who not only look like they mean what they're doing, but they actually do mean what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They're thinking about the lyrics. They're responding to the lyrics. Mm-hmm. That That's evident in their countenance. It's evident in their bodies, and it's, it's just not a matter of age. So, but I, it is something you consider, I think, when you know thinking about who will be on the team, mm-hmm. who will be in the band. Um, it could be a wide variety of ages, should be a wide variety of ages, but the aim is that it's going to be edifying to the congregation. Yes. Another example, like a guitar player who has you know, a, a ton of licks from the 70s, and that's, that's all they got. Yeah. And uh, you might have to talk to that, which I'm talking about the screaming lead line. Yeah, right. You know, right. And that's, that's all they got. Mm-hmm. And you might have to talk to them and say, you know what? I love that you're skilled in what you do, but I think in order to be less distracting to the band, you're going to have to learn to play some different ways. Mm-hmm. So maybe you could listen to these you know, um, recordings yeah. and uh, just adapt to that, or maybe get with another guitar player and yeah. learn some from them. Those are things we can do in the church to serve the congregation. Yes. Yes. You need to be humble to do that, though. Yes, you need to be humble to do that. No question. Another factor, unless you're going to say something. No, go ahead. um, Is history. So for this guy, you know, there there is a history of people in their 60s or above serving on the team. You don't want to come in and say, okay, we're getting rid of all the people over 60. Don't do that. Don't do that. You want to have individual conversations. Yes. You want to have group conversations where you're directing people to... Like, here's the purpose of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Here's why we do what we do. Um, I mean, when when it gets to the point where someone says to me, you know, you just seem tired in what you're doing, um, I, I'm ready to lay it up, hang it up and say, <laughs> okay, great. That, um, hmm. But I don't hear that, mm-hmm. I, you know, uh, I, and I don't want to hear that I, because Jesus is too great. Hmm. He's too glorious. The Word of God is so powerful that... that that's what we're coming in to, to sing about, to share with people. Mm-hmm. So that should be evident in our leading. Um, but if, you're, if you have some older people who aren't there, you want to just take your time. Mm-hmm. You want to be patient. Paint the picture. This is what we're seeking to do. Yes. Encourage publicly those who are modeling what you're saying. And then at some point, you'd have that conversation of, you know, how are you feeling about being on the team? Like, mm-hmm. what, what do you think you're communicating? And What's your heart in it? And they might say, you know what? I'm just getting tired. Mm-hmm. I say, you know what? It's okay if you're not, if you're not a part anymore. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I'm sure there are other ways God wants to use you in the church. Yeah. So that, that can be something to consider. Yeah. For sure. Well, and I just think the, uh, the humility uh, as, a, as a worship leader, you're, say a younger worship leader coming into a church that has a lot of older people, I think the humility to be patient Yes. Humility to wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, speaks volumes to your church. Give them the philosophy of why we do what we do. Yes, before absolutely. you just start chopping down. Absolutely, uh, that will not Cutting serve you. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that will not serve you. And then the last thing I think is just uh, opportunities. So, you know, we, we, a lot of churches form their mu- music team out of this rock band format. Mm-hmm. You know, choirs can provide opportunities for multiple generations, mm-hmm. as well as the, the band. Um, there just might be other situations that you could say, hey, your, your giftings would be really helpful here. Yes. Um, yeah, so be looking for those, providing those. I find choirs are a great place for for people of different generations, like really 15 to like 80 mm-hmm. can serve together mm-hmm. and do it with joy and do it with faith and be, again, a model to the church of, of what... Um, what zeal for the Lord looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it doesn't... Yeah, how old is too old? We can't put a number on it. We can't put a cap on it. Mm-hmm. Praise God that He has given us a gospel that spans the generations. Yes. Um, and what a gift to be in churches where we can see that model. That's mm-hmm. what we want to be. We're trying to be. Um, pray that uh, that would be true of anyone who's listening, uh, that we that we model the the power of the gospel to both save people from every generation and then to be responded to in every generation. Mm -hmm. That's our prayer. Amen. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for listening to Sound Plus Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music. Sovereign Grace Music exists to produce Christ-exalting songs and training for local churches from local churches. For more information, free sheet music, translations, and training resources, you can visit us at sovereigngracemusic.org.